and I'm Corinna, and this is the She Did It God's Way podcast. Where we talk real life, real faith, and keep it real relatable. Hello, friend. How are you? Hello, Courtney. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I hear that you have been enjoying summer break. I am extremely jealous. We're still working. Oh, oh my gosh. I don't know why I think when I'm out, I think that everybody else is out. <laughs> so yes, I have been enjoying my first week out of summer break. And I'm really excited too, because I've been working in a year round school before. So this is my first real summer off working at a traditional school. So I'm so excited to have these months off, even though I've been in the house for the past couple months, but I'm still going to enjoy it regardless. I can't wait to say that same thing next week when I'm on summer break. We have one more day. Monday is our last day of school. Um, They're making us do a training, uh, which is a whole thing. But anyway, after Monday, I am so excited. And I know we've been working online, but it's just something about knowing that the day is going to be my own to do whatever I want. That's just going to be so freeing. I mean, I still have school at night, but at least I have the day to, like, do my own thing. So. I'm super excited about that. And I feel like, I don't know, I don't know if it's the sun or summertime or whatever, but I'm feeling like, I know the previous weeks were really heavy and even now still what's going on in the world is super heavy, but I do feel like maybe I'm in a better headspace, being able to kind of deal and handle everything. So um, I'm optimistic for the rest of, of June. Same. I hope so. Cause we were talking before and we were just saying that we hope that June and the following months do not out-ghetto themselves because 2020 has been a whole to-do. I mean, at least let us have the summer. Like, let us just have the summer. Yes. And then if we have to be quarantined during the winter, (laughs) it's not as bad. I mean, because it's cold. But, um, you know, it would be nice to have a little bit of normalcy, whatever that is, for, for a little bit. So, I don't know. 2020 doesn't seem to be the year of normalcy, so we'll just we'll just see how it goes. I think 2020 is going to be is the year of us walking truly by faith Girl. <laughs> and not by sight. Yeah, absolutely. I, it was it was a funny meme that was saying something about us trying to explain to our kids the year 2020, and the person was like crying. I was like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty picture it, <laughs> picture it. January 2020. <laughs> I was living my best life. January 2020, February 2020. And then halfway through March, everything just... It got, it got very... But rich. God is still so very faithful bad. because look at us. We're still here. We started a podcast. Um, Being able to follow our dreams and working from home. And, you know, so he's still been, been very good. But yeah, it's been a very interesting... Interesting year, for sure. Yes. Yes. Well, should we go ahead and just jump into our topic of the week? I think so. Well, you guys, I don't know if you know, I don't know if we shared this with them yet, but this month is, of course, the month of June, and we've decided to kind of give it a theme, and our theme for the month of June is dating, and we kind of kicked it off last week with our um, Tinder Temptations episode, which is one of my favorites, honestly. I think it's so fun. Um, so if you haven't listened, go check that one out. Um, but yeah, we're just going to keep it going. We had so much fun. We were like, let's just make June 
all about dating. So um, you want to tell them what we're going to be talking about today, friend? Yes. So today we're going to be talking about boundaries and dating and what that looks like, what that has looked like for Courtney and I, and just like to share some advice and some insight on the importance of boundaries, especially in dating. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Woo! this is going to be a good one. Yes. (laughs) How have you been with boundaries in the past when it comes to dating? Ooh, girl. Six more. <laughs> I want to say my boundaries. Okay. I feel like my boundaries have been a reflection of me. So for those that know me know that there's really no middle for me. This is either uh, one way or the other. Like I really don't have a middle. And so I feel like my boundaries have been either very fluid or they've been a wall. It hasn't really been a health in a healthy place. Um, and so over time, over experiences, um, and even like me going to therapy, um, I've learned how to really put healthy boundaries in place. And for me, I think I didn't really know what boundaries were because I, I didn't know anybody that really had them or what or what they were, to be honest. Um, I just thought that, okay, if I give something to someone or if I'm doing this and I expect it to be given in return, And I've learned over time that everybody's heart and intentions are not the same. Therefore, you have to put some things in place and say, "Uh, hey, I'm not I'm not with that. Um, And I think for me, I've been a a people pleaser at times and I didn't want to hurt somebody else's feelings. But in return, my feelings were hurt. So I would say in the past, my feelings, like I said, have either been I mean, my boundaries have either been very fluid or has been a complete brick wall. And now I'm at a point where they are like more like a bridge. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Um, For me, I would say boundaries has been a process. And I think you hit it around the head because I was thinking that basically my boundaries has been tied into my self-worth and how I viewed myself and I think when I was younger, I didn't view myself very highly. Therefore, I didn't have many boundaries. And I really let people take advantage of me and my kindness because I'm the type of person where I operate from a very pure space and I kind of come in with my whole heart open. And then it took me time to realize, oh, like people don't do that. Like some people are just using you and don't care and all of that, which was really hard for me because I just assumed like everyone was coming from like an open heart space too. And that wasn't the case. And I, because I was searching for something, um, daddy issues, that's a whole nother podcast. But I think because I didn't view myself highly enough and was searching for like love and whatever, I let guys get away with a lot of stuff that they shouldn't have because I think part of me was like, well, I mean, at least it's somebody. Um, And that's, that's not a good place to be in. But it took me having to love myself more to really be like, no, honey, you're the prize and your, your worth matters. Like, even if you're alone, you're going to be fine. I think so by gaining that kind of self-awareness, I began to set better boundaries and then actually stick to them more. So I totally agree. It's it's a journey. 
um, for sure. Yes. And I saw a meme, or I don't know if it was a meme. It was more like an illustration. And it was a picture of like this girl. And so she was like on this column and there were like little, I think it was more like a ladder. And so it was a guy at the bottom and he was like, why don't you come down here? And she was like, well, why don't you come up here? And so sometimes I feel like with boundaries, like we we have, and I feel like with me, I've gone into things with the intention of, I know I thought I knew myself worth, but like, I'm not standing for that X, Y, and Z. And then when that situation was presented, I came down off of my ladder of self-worth to accommodate someone else rather than saying, hey, these are my boundaries. Why don't you step up to the plate to meet me here? Um, and so I think like you, Courtney, a lot of my boundaries and the fluidity of them were because I didn't love myself the way that I thought I should have, or I was looking for something else. And I think it's difficult to find um, structured boundaries when one, you don't have an example. And when two, like like me and you, we come from pure places. So it's like, well, why can't you just be, or do the same thing <laughs> that I'm doing? Like, I don't under, I don't get it. Like, I can't wrap my mind. I don't I, understand. I don't, I don't understand. understand why you just can't operate from where I operate from like I I and I think that's why with me like I've gone to I feel like I've gone into this different situations but I've been always presented with the same person because I didn't get it like no Corinna you need to have boundaries and if they don't like it it's not the person for you oh yes and then being okay with the fact kind that's the hardest part too right when you do start having boundaries and then being afraid to like stand with them because that is that part of like if I have this boundary, if I say, no, I don't put it with this, I don't put it with that, this person might leave or this might end. And I think it comes from basically us having to be like, I'm more important than that. And if I'm trusting God to bring whomever in my life, then if I'm having this boundary, he's going to respect it if he's the man for me. And if he's not, then I don't want him no way. And that I'm going to be fine with or without him. And I think that's the tricky part, at least for me, the whole that you're going to be fine with or without him. Now I'm stronger than I was because, whoo, it life took me on a journey. But now I'm like, you know what, God? I know that you have something good planned for me. And I'm just trying to trust in that, even when it comes down to the relationship. So if me saying I feel like this is going to make him be like, bye then bye. I mean, then I don't, we don't need to be together because we're going to spend our whole relationship, me doing one thing, you doing another. And then like you said, or me having to kind of lower my standards so I can just be down with you. And most of the time they raggedy. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> facts. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> because looking back, like most of the guys that I had lowered my standards for them were like trash. And I was like, why did I even want you? Right? Or I've been in a situation where I'm like, but he keeps coming back. Like, I'm like, he knows what he has. Like, he keeps coming back. But it's like, no, he you keep coming. He keeps coming back because you've been a doormat. Like, that's why he keeps coming back. But I didn't, I didn't get that. And that's why, like, I was stuck in a situationship for a very long time because I cannot wrap my mind around the fact that my I didn't have any boundaries like I didn't have a gate like I just let him just do whatever because I was like oh if I do this he's just gonna love me he's gonna no sweetie sweetie no no it doesn't it doesn't work like that at all and I think for me too when it comes to boundaries I feel like whenever I 
set a boundary that people made me feel guilty for having a boundary or made me feel like what I was asking for was a lot or because everybody else saw it as acceptable and I found it unacceptable. It's like, no, Karina, maybe you should rethink that. Like, I don't think that that is true. But it's like, no, if something makes me feel uncomfortable and I know that something within me keeps rising, or honestly, the Holy Spirit keeps saying this is not right, then it's not right for me. And everybody's boundaries are different. I think sometimes society makes it feel like there's like this blueprint of boundaries that everybody should follow. And it's like, no, everybody's boundaries are different. Like Courtney, you're you might have a boundary that I'm like, oh yeah, girl, I'm right about that. But it may be vice versa, the same for me too. So it's like you have to know what you value and what you're not going to stand for, and you stand on that, and you don't budge based off of like the person that you're with or based off of what your friends or family think. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be the one that looks yourself in the mirror, and you have to say, wow, I really let this person just do whatever because everybody else said that I was either too stubborn or like my standards or values were too high exactly and I think it's easier and I don't know if you've noticed this too but I'd rather be open and honest up front right and say this is where I stand with things because I'm telling you if you go in being like no I'm cool with that yeah no 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 that's like that's fine I, I don't care you're dating everybody plus me okay sure yeah great um, whatever. If you go in with that and then all of a sudden you change midway and you're like, yeah, actually that's not okay with me. Like, of course, then he's like, what? Like, I thought you were cool with, then it's like a whole thing. It's easier just to be like, no, like this is who I am and this is what I stand for up front. And then everyone's coming in with the acknowledgement of you're getting who I am rather than trying to become someone else to fit their mold and then realizing that you don't want to do that because I've done that too and I've I've let a lot of stuff slide even though inside I knew I wasn't okay with it because in the hopes of you know it's cool it's no problem but it's not cool and the things they were doing did bother me um and of course those relationships didn't go anywhere because in some of those situations the men were being very open and honest with what they were who they were who they wanted, what they wanted to do. And if I signed on for that, I was saying, oh yeah, I'm cool, even though I knew I wasn't, you know? So I think honesty is definitely the way to go up front. What do you think? I agree. And I also feel like when you say you're okay with something and you know you're not, sometimes people are telling you. You teach people how to treat you. And I, that took me a very long time to get, like, you, okay, a guy might be like, um, yeah, you should come over at 9 o'clock tonight. Now, you, in your mind, you may not like coming over at night because it, it implies something, or you just know, like, this is not right. But you go anyway, right? And then it, it spirals into something else, and to, to something bigger. And so then you're, like, in this situation where you're like, oh, my gosh, how did I get here? And it all started simply because... You kept going even though you saw the stop signs. But you wanted that person. Sometimes we get so infatuated with people that we don't see who they really are. Like, oh my gosh. Like, for me, when I I was dating this guy, he showed me all of the signs. And yet, and still, I was like, but I like him. Like, that little one thing about him, I was like, but I like him. Or I see the potential in him. 
And I, I, somebody said, I don't know if it was Iyanla or somebody, <laughs> one of those people, was like, was like, you date somebody's potential. No, what is it? You date their potential, but you marry their reality. Like, we get so clouded with potential that, like, when the smoke clears, you really see who that person is, and then you're stuck in something. So, like, you really have to sit with yourself and be like, okay, am I really down for this? Or even like like look towards the future, like, oh shoot, he's asking me to do this and he he's cool with this, but I'm not like what else is he willing to ask me to do? Or what else am I willing to compromise on? Um, that honestly is an injustice right. to me. What do you think? Like, what are some of your like non-negotiable boundaries? Oh, oh my non-negotiables. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like um ooh. I'm going okay. I'm just going to use an example. Um if I've already said that I'm uncomfortable with something, and then you continue to push it, that for me is enough. Because you don't respect my, you don't expect my preferences or like what doesn't make me feel comfortable. Um, I would say another boundary for me is, I would just say that, like if I say I'm not comfortable with something and instead of saying, okay, I appreciate you being honest with me, but yet you still push it. Yeah, that that's like my number one because that clearly tells me like you you mm. don't care. You don't care about you only care about what benefits you. And if we're in this together, then what concerns me should concern you. And we can have a conversation. Um, because there's there's a difference between me saying okay, him saying okay, let's go get Chinese. Well, I don't like Chinese food. Oh. Okay, well, maybe we can get something else versus you saying, hey, um, yeah, I think that I want to um, date another girl and date you too. And I say no, but you still push the top. Like that's the two mm-hmm. totally different things. So I feel like if I say I'm not comfortable with something and I have a valid reason for saying I'm not comfortable. Um, I want to give an example, but I <laughs> I <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want it to be explicit. So <laughs> someone in their car right now is saying um, explicit, explicit, <laughs> explicit. Because I feel like this could go into the the next topic we're gonna go into. Women, okay, okay. all right, talking. we're okay. here, we're ready. Um, we're we're here, and we're we're grown people, and we're talking about dating. Um, so when I was dating this guy. Um, or I was talking to this guy. I'm just going to be completely honest. I was not pure. <laughs> I was not doing pure things. <laughs> um, and he asked us to do something. And I was like, no, I'm not comfortable with that. Um, oh, and okay. And mm-hmm. he was like, well, why? He was like, well, why? And I was like, because to me, it doesn't feel, it doesn't sit well with me. Um you know, other people might be okay with that. I'm not okay with it. Okay, I thought the conversation was over. Person brought it up again. And it's like, 
I already said no, but then you're like trying to manipulate. Well, what? Well, what if you just try it once? You know what? What? It's like I said what I said in my Nene Leaks voice. I said what I said. Mm-hmm. I feel how I feel. Let's move on because I'm not comfortable. And then you keep pushing the topic. It's not making me feel any more comfortable. Now I feel pressure to do something that I don't want to do. So I think that that is a boundary for me. Like if I express how I, if I'm, if I'm vulnerable enough to tell you how I'm feeling and you try to combat it with, well, why? Or, and not why in a concerning matter, but why as like, well, well, why? Like everybody else is doing it or like, I mean, but you don't, why shouldn't you feel comfortable doing that? It's like, but this is how I feel. And if you're with me, I would be like, I would take how you feel into consideration and say, okay, this is not something that somebody's cool with. Bet, let's move on. But if you're doing something to push the envelope for your benefit, then that's the issue for me. I feel like we'll have to talk off mic because I think you may have told me about this situation, but we won't. Um... <laughs> you did? Okay, okay. Yeah, that's what I, I, I was I like, well, I think I know the situation. Yes, okay. But look at you now yeah. with these boundaries and being like, no, no, sir. No, sir. Yeah, I think for me, one of mine is definitely like lying. Like I cannot, I cannot take a liar, period. Like I'd rather you be open and honest with me than to lie to me. Um, Also, I can't take disrespect. Um, Been there, done that. Like you're not gonna look down at me. You're not going to like a... belittle me like I remember I used to date this guy and he used to say sweetheart I hate that term because the way he would say it was so condescending and I'm like no 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 we're we're we are equals honey I am not exactly like sweetheart, I'm not below you, sweetheart. sweetheart. <laughs> um so I it's disrespect and lying I guess it was kind of go hand in hand but I definitely can't do a liar like it drives me insane and I will not tolerate disrespect because now I do know who I am and I do know my worth and I just, I'm like, I'm not going to have it. And you're not going to talk crazy to me. I think these are all follow under disrespect because I feel like two adults can have a conversation and a disagreement and we can use our words, but I'm, I don't do like fussing and yelling, like all of that energy. I like, I can't. So if we can't have like this open, honest communication, not saying that it's not going to get heated sometimes and we're going to feel different ways, but I just, I just cannot do it. Someone like disrespecting me because I've been there and I was like, yeah, no. (laughs) And then liars just get under my skin because I just feel like there's really no need to lie. And if we're building this relationship, you should be able to be honest. And even if something like, happened or takes a left or whatever i'd rather you be honest with me um and we can have the conversation or non-conversation or whatever needs to happen rather than having to find out from somebody else or to find out and be like the last person to know um so those are probably like my my two biggest like ones oh i have another one um, for me and Courtney, you know, this is like a big one for me. Inconsistency. Oh, yes. I will cut mm-hmm. you off like it's nothing if you're inconsistent. It's the truth. 
like I I will block you with the quickness. I feel like that's so disrespect, especially if you're with somebody or like you're y'all are talking and and you've established that okay we're talking and then we're talking and you're like oh yeah um I look forward to like more conversations or like um yeah well I'll talk to you tomorrow and then tomorrow turns into two weeks from now and you just pop back up like what right Mm-mm. no no I I I find that to be I find it to be very disrespectful and for me uh condescending in a way it's like you expect to to get missing for two weeks and then you expect mm-hmm. me to be like oh hey welcome back like no no not at all not gonna work not gonna fly but but I had to learn it through experience because I I was in a situation with an ex of mine for years and he would like get missing and then I would like gravel at like him like texting me like oh my gosh he hasn't texted me like a week okay he'll text me next week. like I really sat like waiting on by my phone but it's just like why would right. I do that what no I'm a grown I'm a grown woman now like no not gonna fly no because basically I, I totally agree that does fall under disrespect because you don't respect me nor my time because why would you do that I don't have time for you to come in and out and then act like nothing's wrong. And you know what else I hate? I don't know if this is a boundary, but <laughs> I will just share. We're having conversation. I don't like when you say something that's factual and guys try to spin it as if you're crazy. That gets under my skin because what I'm talking about is real. And don't try to play me like I'm stupid. I hate that. Like, I'd rather you just admit like, yeah, I messed up or whatever, rather than be like, what I'm talking about is just so crazy. I'm just overreacting because it's like, but that's not true. And now you're making me feel like I'm the crazy one when you're the one who did whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think deceit too, but I think deceit falls under lies and disrespect because it's like, okay, don't paint the picture of us riding off into the sunset together. And then when I expect that and then it doesn't happen, but you're like, but I, I said I didn't want, but no, you said what you said. I'm only going off of what you said, or I'm only acting off of what you said. And I think that goes back to like, men are like, well, dang, like, girl, man, my ex was crazy. And then my first question is, well, what did you do? Mm-hmm. What did you do? Because it's like, I know me, and there are some people out there who are who are off their rocker, but for most women, we don't just go fly off the handle for nothing. Like, you got some guys, I'm not putting all guys in, in one category, because that, that's a whole different, we're doing a, a conversation about that too, but <laughs> not all men are bad, and not all right. women are good, but with women that have that have some sense, and then they go off, or they confront you with something, that is actual factual and then you come back in and so our intelligence yes we are going to act a little uh hmm, what's the word i'm looking for <laughs> we, we, we yes, show yes. our minds because it's like you're, in, you're insulting you're insulting my intelligence and i don't like that and i feel like I, some guys do that and they, they love, love it they love that they love it but i'm i'm too old I mean, I'm still young, but I'm too young. I mean, so I'm too old for those types ah, of things. <laughs> you too young and you too old, okay? And I'm too old. Like, I've been there, done that, been around the block, got a t-shirt and a mug. I don't, 
I don't need that no. at the age I'm at right now. Yeah, that's one of my biggest pet peeves, no. friend. I do not like that because I'm not crazy. Don't try to make me seem like I'm being like out of pocket because I'm I'm calling you out on whatever. So triggered much, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yes, it is. Oh, um, and I know. Okay. Oh, this is so hard because I know we're gonna talk about this some next. Well, all next week. But can we do like a little tidbit for someone who's like, but my boundary is sex. Can we just give them a little bit, like a little help? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I have the perfect, oh, Lord Jesus. I have the perfect example of this. Um, if your boundary is sex and you've chosen to be abstinent or celibate, and we're going to talk more about that too because there are differences. Um if that's what you're choosing and you're dating somebody and I know it can be very difficult to even bring that up and say, Hey, like, I really like you. I'm, I'm feeling you. Um, I'm interested to see where this is going, but I'm celibate. I've been there and I have, I've had that conversation with a guy. Um, if that's your boundary, stand on that, stand on it. Even if you feel um, a longing in your loins, stand on it. Because the moment that you mm-hmm. switch up your word and what you sit on is the moment where things can go left. Because one or two, one or three things can happen. One, the guy, he may be celibate too. And if that's the case, you you guys are still going to be tempted. Okay. But y'all are choosing to do that together. Y'all pray together. Y'all make a plan to not fall into temptation and into the bed together. Like y'all... <laughs> Make sure that you're walking on the path of righteousness and purity, which God desires for all of us. Number two, you have a guy who was like, oh, I like her. I mean, I won't practice celibacy, but I mean, I'm down for the ride. But that doesn't mean that deep down in his heart, that's what he really wants to do. But he may be like, hey, this is cool. And then you get a number three. Okay. Number three is like, yeah, I'm cool with it, but I'm going mm-hmm. to see if I can get in them pants. And I fell into the number three category. But I also was a, was an active participant in that too. Like I was like, oh, he's down for like me being celibate. Oh my gosh, like this is amazing. But it really won't. Lord have mercy. That's a whole different story. <laughs> it's a whole different story. But I I fell into the hype of that because one, first and foremost, I didn't go to God first. Because the devil knows what you want to. And so you got to be careful of that. So if that if your boundary is celibacy, one say that you're going to be celibate tell that person why you are choosing to do that and stand on that stand on it don't don't falter don't waver don't do anything outside of what you say you're going to do because just like guys say one thing and then they switch it up you can confuse somebody else but i thought you said you were celibate but you in here just the Christian that that can that's where um a lot of hypocrisy can come into and and I mean I've been that person so I'm not judging anybody who's done it um but that's where a lot of confusion can come from especially if somebody who who doesn't walk that walk the first thing they're gonna be like is oh yeah I dated that Christian girl she said she was celibate but she really ain't about that life and you know so just stand on your word and mean it mean it Okay. So that's, that's, that's See, I knew because I feel like if someone's listening, they're definitely gonna feel that same way. And I, I would say even for someone who's in a relationship, 
Um, if you're in a relationship and God has spoken to your heart about being celibate, and like we said, we are going to talk about this more next week, so please, please, please tune into the next episode too. But um, we, if you, if God has spoken to your heart and told you that you know, hey, you feel convicted, maybe you and your partner have already been having sex, um, and God has kind of spoken to your heart about stopping that, or maybe you are celibate or whatever, um, I would say have that conversation with your partner. Um, The sooner, the better, because that's a big decision. And I feel like you both need to be on the same accord when it comes to that. Um, And then pray a lot. And I I, I don't want to give it all away because I know we're going to talk about more of this stuff. But if you are in a relationship, have that talk with your partner. Pray about it. Um, and if, because even when you're with your partner, especially if you have already been having sex with them, um, that's kind of a record scratch and you got to give them time to kind of get on board with where your head's at. And, um, yeah, I won't go into too much now because I'm going to share more later, but definitely pray about it. Have that talk with your partner. And then you guys be very open and honest about, where you want to take things um, because there's even a whole thing about what some people call sex and what people not. And that's another conversation you guys have to have. So it's so important for you guys to be on the same accord. Um, But if you've set that boundary going back to that, then you got to stand firm on that. And you're also going to have to really pray and ask God to help you because when you're in a relationship, it's very easy very easy to just kind of fall into old patterns um, because you love this person, you care about this person, you're attracted to this person. Um, so yeah, definitely stay prayed up, sis. It's hard out here. It's hard. Yes, it Having is. boundaries can be hard sometimes. Um, and I don't know if we, if we said that, but if those are who are listening and like, this is all well and good, but it's hard. I think me and Corinna totally understand because we've both been in places where we've let our boundaries down and we've changed them or thrown them out the window with the bath water. Um, so <laughs> we're learning too. But as people who's been through stuff, we're now kind of figuring out how important it is to have these boundaries um, and praying that God blesses us for having them and keeping them. So. Yes, I totally Well, agree. do we have any last things to share to our listeners about boundaries or takeaways you want them to have? Hmm. I would say um, it's easier to have boundaries when you sit down with yourself and under, like really figure out what your, what you value, what you, what you value and what you want out of a relationship. Because Let's just say you go into a relationship and you really don't know what your boundaries are. You're just going to be all, all over the place. So really sit down with yourself and be like, okay, what am I willing to put up with and not put up with? So that when you are going into like these situations where you're dating people, you already have like a template to draw from rather than getting a situation and then try to develop boundaries there. And that's good. I also want to say, I think there's a difference between boundaries and preferences. And just make sure when you're kind of, 
when you're making that list or thinking that you focus on what's like a non-negotiable boundary or what's something that maybe it's just my own preference um because those two could be two very different things because i know you know about b simone coming under all that heat for the whole i don't date a nine guy i mean that's a preference yeah i would consider that's like a preference um I wouldn't necessarily say that's a boundary. So just make sure when you're going through that list or creating your own whatever that you're thinking like more of these are the things that I want in a relationship rather than like he has to be 6'3", dark skin, plays basketball, loves his mom, you know, stuff like that, you know? So just, um, you know, kind of weigh it out. Um, And I think pray and know your worth. I think, like we said before, a lot of the boundaries really just come from knowing your self-worth and knowing what you are willing to put up with. Um, So, you know, what they say, know your worth and add tax. Like, yes. Yes. Add tax and interest. Because you deserve a good person in your life. And you want whoever God has for you. And if someone's going to make you lower your standards or throw them out the window, then honey, you don't want them. So that's on that. And that's that on is that. one that, well, is that it? Anything else to be said? I I don't think so. Cause I feel like if we talk, if we do everyone, talking, we're going to like, run into what we're going to be talking We've about. We've done every yeah. episode um, yeah. in this series in today's <laughs> No, I'm kidding. No, you guys definitely make sure you listen because next week we're going to be talking about some more good stuff and we got stories and it's just, it's going to be good. So make sure you listen. All right. Well, if we're all done with our boundaries talk, I pray that that was helpful. Um, we're going to go ahead and get into the self-care gym of the week. So um, when I went to the doctor, mm, maybe that was like a week ago. Um, she talked to me about, well, I was talking to her about my anxiety and she had mentioned, um, the possibility of me trying to do like mindfulness practices, um, incorporating yoga, um, meditation, things like that. Um, so I went and I started looking for meditation apps and one that I found is called Balance. It's totally free, at least the version I'm using. Um, and it's really cool because it um, like it has all of these different parts and you're kind of growing throughout the meditation. So I was doing like a morning meditation, three minutes. The first week is focused on breathing and it kind of does these little check-ins of like, how are you feeling today? What do you need today? Um, you can even set it. I didn't mind for three minutes, but I think you could go up to maybe five maybe even more than that. Um, I'm just kind of starting with the meditation thing. So I figured three minutes was a good start. Um, but it was so helpful. It's super helpful. I really like it. I'm still working on consistency. I'm supposed to be doing it every morning. I've missed a few mornings because, you know, life. But my goal is to try to do this at least once a day. Um, they also have meditations for at night. And I did that and I was knocked out. My sleep schedule has been crazy and I have to force myself to go to sleep sometimes or at least to turn my brain off. So the um, 
The Balance app has really helped me even at night. I play one of those and the guy has such a like calming voice. And I mean, you just lay down and he's talking and you're breathing. And before you know it, I promise you, the thing has turned off and you will be halfway asleep. So that was really helpful for me. Again, it's the Balance app. Um, as far as I know, if it's free, I'm sure it has some premium features that you could pay for. Um, but it has really helped me um, with this whole trying to de-stress and be more mindful. So Balance app in the App Store. Thank Ooh, you. I like that. You're welcome. Yeah, I need to start doing more meditation because I can be an all over the place kind of person. And sometimes I just need to sit and be present and just like being silent and be, not be, yeah, being silent, being still and just like. Yes, I love it too because it's guided. Because sometimes I feel like when I just try to meditate on my own, my brain is just like everywhere even sometimes when i'm praying i gotta be lower i'm i just be like lord i'm so sorry how did yeah. i even get here <laughs> how did i even get i'm praying about this now i'm thinking about this um so i love the fact that it's kind of guiding you through so you don't get lost so yeah definitely try it out yes, what you got for soul care? that so so my soul care, um, it sort of ties to what we talked today, talked about today, but also more about um, what God has asked you to do. So I've been working on this project, and Courtney and I talk about this. So I write, and so I'm in the process of self-publishing some stuff. And um, sometimes I get intimidated by all the work that it takes. I sometimes I'm like, I don't feel like doing this. Um, and all that stuff. And so I had to really sit and God talked to me. I was on my way home from somewhere yesterday mm. and God was like, stop leaving things on the table. Meaning with everything that's going on in the world, you know, things can change at a blink of an eye. Right. And so if God gave something to you to do, stop leaving it on the table. Um, just do it. And if God has called you to do something, that means that you don't need anybody else's approval. He gave you the gift. He gave you the ability and he gave you the approval to do it. Um, And so I was also thinking yesterday about how God has created us in his image. And sometimes we think we're not equipped enough. But if we really think about whose image we are created in, we are limitless in our potential. So whatever God has put in your heart to do, do it. Ask him to guide you in every step of it. Ask him to guide you when you're restless. Ask him to guide you when you don't feel like it. Because you never know what your legacy will set in motion. But you have to, like, take that first step and just be obedient to God. So, with that being said, just stop leaving stuff on the table. Stop, like, getting an assignment from God and not doing it because you feel all these feelings and um you feel like you're not capable of doing it but you belong to god and therefore that already says enough so that's my so here i feel seen and i think that's great (laughs) (laughs) i think that's great i think we i I think that's awesome we gotta shake the table oh thank you oh i like Yes. Shake the room. Shake the room. Like pop smoke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's so good because there are times where, you know, 
there are things and we can kind of be like, oh, you know, I'll get to it. But yeah, why not? Right. And then I think with everything that's going on in the world, like God, when God mm. was me, he was like, what will your legacy set in motion? Like that was like, ooh, ooh. Because I mean, right. And that could be a positive or a negative. Like, let's just say you're supposed to be doing something. Like, let's say God wants you to be the first person in your family to create generational wealth and all this other stuff. But you're like, oh, this is too hard. And so your legacy will continue to set in motion not poverty, but like, you know, irresponsible money management. But like, you could have been that person to set a whole different thing in motion. And so when he said that to me, I was like, okay, God, I feel attacked. But <laughs> but I also feel like inspired too. So thank you for that. So yes, think about what your legacy will set in motion based off of what you are doing. And Friend, have you recorded that? You should totally record that for Christian of Construction. That was a word. I should, right? I, <laughs> you know what? That might be my Y'all just got to sneak peek on the podcast. Me. Let me write that down. Yeah, sneak Speaking peek. of the podcast, you guys, podcast. if you love the show, please yeah. consider writing a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. Please subscribe to our podcast and share our podcast. Um, you can also, if you're listening, screenshot it, put it in your stories, anything like that. Um, all of it helps us just to get more exposure and get more people listening to us. Um, and we really appreciate it. Um, I don't believe we have any new podcast reviews, uh, but if you've been listening and you love what you hear, we would, we would really appreciate it if you would write a five-star um, review. Um, this helps us to get seen by others um, and, and grow this little community we have here. Um, if you have questions or suggestions of topics you would like us to discuss on the podcast, please email us at shedidgodsway at gmail.com. Again, that is shedidgodsway at gmail.com for any questions or suggestions. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, I don't I have don't. any announcements. Courtney, do you have any announcements this week? Okay. Well... If you want to know more about She Did It God's Way, then follow our Instagram account at She Did It God's Way for daily inspiration and posts. Join our Facebook community for additional conversations, more content, and connect with us and other like-minded listeners at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash She Did It God's Way. Again, that is www.facebook.com backslash groups, backslash she did it God's way. And guys, we are still in the mm-hmm. um, growing phase of this. So it is in our in our minds and what we envision is just for our listeners, our community to come to this place and we can have really conversations and more dialogue about the things that we talk about on this podcast and some of the things that you might be interested in talking about. So don't forget to go over to Facebook and join our group. Also, you can follow myself, Corinna, on Instagram at Christian dot the word under dot construction. Again, that is Christian dot under dot construction and follow Courtney at the glow underscore Haven again at the glow underscore Haven and check out her phenomenal blog at www dot the glow. That sounds great. Oh, also in DMS, if you 
you know, just I would just love to hear. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to hit us up in the DMs too. We would love to hear your thoughts on the episode or just anything all together. And we check our DMs. So yeah, definitely reach out and and like she said, follow us on all, all the platforms. Yes, it goes down uh, in the DM. It goes down. actually, it's not going down in the DM. <laughs> it's not going down the DMs, but you can, y'all can y'all can DM us. You know your suggestions, your ideas. You know just some love. We would truly appreciate. I'm so that. weak. Yes, I totally agree. Um, all right. If you would like us to pray for you again, please DM us on Instagram at she did it God's way. It's totally anonymous. We just want to pray for you. Um, or email us your prayer request. Again, that's at she did it God's way at gmail.com. And that's pretty much it. Anything else do you have, friend, for the week? Would you like to pray us out? No, ma'am, I do not. Absolutely. All right, if all hearts and minds are clear, let's go to our Heavenly Father. Dear Heavenly Father God, we just thank you first and foremost for this day, for this time, Father God, and for this opportunity, Father God, to just reach like-minded Christians and women, Father God, who are on the path of righteousness, Father God. We know that this calling is not easy. We know this calling, Father God, can come with lots of... uh, temptations, Father God, and lots of hurdles, Father God, but help us to prepare our minds and our hearts, Father God, for the love that we know that you have for us, Father God, and for the love that we are worthy of. But first and foremost, Father God, help us to set clear boundaries, Father God, that are rooted in Christ. Father God, you gave us boundaries, Father God, so that we could live in accordance to you. So we know that boundaries are not bad, and we know that they are not something that are just uh, something that we cannot form so father god we just pray for the boundaries of myself and courtney i pray for the boundaries of our listeners i pray for the boundaries of those father god who may have difficult father god and i thank you father god you father god will to and and all those things father god that we are worthy of so, Lord, guide us in our steps. Guide us in our hearts and our minds and our spirits Amen. to do what you have called us to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, guys. All right, well, bye. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And we will see you 